It's the Christmas special. <laughs> Mince pie, carrot, canistella. That was a classic. That sounds really nice. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Multiple meats. What do you think of that? Elf is a mediocre comedy film. What is it? Answers on a postcard. Leave it in the comments. What's gravy? <laughs> Do you remember them CDs? <laughs> now you're just happy to get a pair of pants. Then. I don't get that. Always get Lynx Africa, don't you? <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to episode 18 of the Inbrother the Words podcast and it's the Christmas special. Whee! So this will be our last podcast of the year and uh, yeah, we're going to get festive with it. Merry bloody Christmas. Merry Crimbo, everybody. <laughs> um, we're going to talk all things festive today, aren't we? We've got um, a good old episode because I think we've, um, the challenges that COVID's brought is that obviously having guests and stuff is more difficult, isn't it? So yeah. kind of IBW Reacts was born um, in kind of retaliation to that, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So we could do a, a few more fun things when we can't have guests. So it's been a while since we've just sat here and talked shit. Had a chat. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going to do. We've got um, a, an array of festive topics mm -hmm. and we've got to throw a bit of uh, eating disgusting things in there, which I'm yeah, sure we'll do later course, on. Yeah. Um, and then a bit I, we realized we've become, become a little bit of a food-faced YouTube channel. Yeah, right? yeah, bit concerning, isn't it? Yeah, well, it... get ready for my food addiction too <laughs> next year. For both point. of us, yeah. Like, yeah, just rolling covered in Christmas pudding. <laughs> yeah, but on the last two tier lists, I've had food that I've literally never had in my life. I mean, all them chocolate bars, the Christmas stuff. Mm. So it's opening my eyes this uh, YouTube game. And let's uh, address the elephant in the room. Yes, my hat doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> We're well aware. Um, Every Christmas in it, my Christmas cracker hat doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. I've got a big head. Remember, remember the year that you had to salutate two together? Yeah. <laughs> Go around the back. Yeah, we salutate two Christmas hats together just so I didn't feel left out. But <laughs> Grandma loves me, so it's fine. Um, yeah, so just to, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling then. Just what's your, your general opinions on Christmas? Because you do get some Scrooges, don't you? And yeah, I think it's a big thing where like, you don't have to be religious to do it, do you? Because it's quite it's a religious festival, isn't it? Officially, obviously, like mm -hmm. you know, supposed to be marking the birth of Christ or whatever. But like, we're both not religious in any way. But I think obviously because the UK is like a Christian country, like historically, it's just become like a national holiday, hasn't it? It's just a thing. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, and I think it's good in that way. Like, it's, you've got the religious side of it, which is why it's a thing that they've made the excuse for it. You know, down the line. But if it it would feel weird not having Christmas now, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean like really just weird, a yeah. time of year for every, to bring everybody together, presents like literally like an official excuse to not work and go and see your family and stuff. It's sad, but in today's world, you sort of need it, don't you? Do you know what I mean like a need mm. an official time to go and see everybody? Do you think people that do celebrate it and they're religious get pissed off about it? What, what like you what like you're stealing my festival sort of thing? Yeah. Get know. off my festival. <laughs> I don't know, because like I say, I think because it is so like ingrained in the, like the even fabric. Easter. Yeah, like Easter and Christmas are obviously both like religious holidays, but it's just become like a thing, hasn't it, in, in the UK? Like it's, it's a, there's a growing number of people in the UK who are like atheist or obviously mm. non-Christian religions as well. But Christmas time being like a break and stuff from work and that, I think it'll always be a thing just because it's like a, it's just a, institution now isn't it it's like an english yeah. institution so well, i think um those people who are religious and go to church and stuff they probably still feel like they have a better christmas or their own version of christmas anyway do you know what i mean because mm. you go to mass or whatever like, i've never done that before mm. do you know what i mean like go and do the i've been thing. to one that the pharaohs put on mm. and it was really good actually and i'm not religious but um Obviously, like, I'm really into music and stuff and all the, the hymns and the choir and stuff. I, I genuinely, it was the most Christmassy I've ever felt. Yeah. It's something that I'd probably... But then, this is what I'm saying, I don't really know where the line is. Like, can I just, as myself, I'm happy in myself going, saying I'm not religious, however, I really like this and I think it's lovely and mm -hmm. I just appreciate it. Is that allowed? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a, we've got a couple of chaps coming on in the new year who could maybe address this. I know at least one of them is religious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, I just don't want to be stepping on anyone's mm. sandals. I'd love, to speak, I'd love to have somebody on who's like strongly religious and stuff like, and just speak about it. And mm. that, I mean, especially like... What am I wearing? 
Rob just stuck this on me and go, oh, you look nice in this. I think it's what? the top half of a sexy, like, Mrs. Claus. And Summer's Mrs. Claus. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's my colour, though, isn't it? I think yeah. I'm pulling it off. But, um, just on the, uh, on, like, going to the church and that side of Christmas, um, I think, like, the the Christmas story and the story of the nativity, like, specifically, is a weird thing where, like, everybody in the UK, if you've grown up in the UK and gone to school in the UK, regardless of whether you're religious or not, the story of the nativity is like ingrained in everybody because it's one of the first things you learn, isn't it? And you mm. obviously going back to like classic Tommy back in the day when you were always like in the school plays and stuff, nativity, school nativity is always a big thing. Always the narrator. Tommy was always, Because yeah. you can read. Yeah. I think the interesting thing on the nativity when you do it in school is like the real nativity, let's assume it happened in real life. Wasn't that many key players there? There wasn't actually that many people there, was there in the day? No. So you've got to get like a class of 40 mm. into a nativity, which there was probably, what, six or seven people there? Yeah. Main characters? They were sticking to the lockdown rules. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they only did three bubbles max. Yeah, yeah. So you then you mean? end up with... Quite like, ahead of their time, really. <laughs> then you end up with like 10 or 15 people who are just like a sheep or something. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> something completely irrelevant in the yeah. story. Yeah. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, three wise men, and 20 sheep. <laughs> Literally, isn't it? That's exactly yeah. what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a bit of a mare for Jesus, though, isn't it? Being born on Christmas Day. Because he's always going to get joint presents, isn't he? Yeah. For his birthday and Christmas. And that. Mm, nightmare. So what's your, when you say Christmas, top, like, kind of childhood memories of Christmas? I've always loved it. Uh, I, it's definitely my favourite time of year. Yeah. Always. I always look forward to, like, going to Grandma and Grandad's unboxing day. Mm-hmm. Um put a spread on yeah yeah so um that's like uh grandma and granddad on our um dad's side we used to go to their theirs on boxing day most times and then obviously good thing about boxing day is like the football's on and stuff in it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so yeah just like the full day at theirs presents like i say spread and probably another dinner as well like usually we used to have didn't we and watching the football i always remember like turkey and stuff in cobs no oh, classic yeah get up there. Was, when i always think of like watching football around theirs i always think that's the time that i really got into football was like the Invincibles era Arsenal team with like Henri and that, mm-hmm. and I just think about like I, I swear I went around there on Boxing Day and Henri scored for Arsenal. And I just remember him thinking he's awesome. Do you know what I mean? And it would have mm-hmm. been around that 2004 to six time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so probably then. In terms of like presents and stuff, one memory I've got. I don't really have many like memories of Christmas. In, in all honesty, like good memories anyway. But one memory I've got when we lived in Burton was that um, we got an Xbox 360. This was like when they were cool back in the day. And um, we got Pro Evo Soccer. So any like football gamers out there will know that that was like legendary. It had Adriano on the front cover. Yeah. I had that on my little list of like best presents ever because we genuinely weren't expecting that. Yeah. I remember. Like it wasn't even in our, on our radar that we were yeah. going to get but one. Do you remember what happened with it? No. <laughs> we, so um, some people will know Xbox 360, you can stand it up and also put it on its side. And uh, we, it was stood up. <laughs> but not mid-game. No, yeah, exactly. It was stood up on the floor um, with the game in, obviously, me and Tommy were playing. And uh, we used to have a half-and-half half Man United and Liverpool bedroom because um, mm. we Tommy supported Liverpool back then and I supported Man U. So we literally had, like, one curtain was one club and one curtain was the other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we had two, like, swivel chairs that we used to sit and play Xbox on. We used to just do that with our lives, didn't we, for ages? Yeah. And uh, Tommy scored, celebrated by swiveling around on his chair and kicked the Xbox over and scratched the Pro Evo. Oh no! Was that on Christmas Day? Yeah, uh, it might have been the day after or, or Christmas Day. Yeah, and you like broke the game. The second we got it, we had to go to Blockbusters and have it wiped. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbusters. Remember, we used to have to do that. That's God, aren't it? Blockbusters. Yeah, but I remember like it was a great memory of getting it, but I really vividly remember you swiveling around and kicking it and it going that <laughs> noise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I always remember the the nervous excitement at at night. Like I could never sleep until like four or five o'clock mm. in the morning. And then I'd be thinking, oh my God, Santa's not going to come. I'm going to ruin Christmas for mm. everyone because I'm awake. Because you're not asleep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the old uh, mince pie and carrot. And that's always legendary, isn't yeah. it? Seeing that. Remember that like feeling in your stomach of like, <laughs> it's the same excitement as when you wake up early to go on holiday mm-hmm. at like two, three o'clock in the morning. You know, you just can't stop shaking. Yeah. That sort of stuff's got like, I think it's probably with the rise of social media as well, because you've got other parents sharing what they're doing and stuff. It's gone out of hand now, big time, hasn't it? Back yeah. in our day, it was like mince pie, canastella. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> mince pie, carrot, canastella. That was the classic, right? Yeah. Now, like, there's people doing like 
reindeer footprints outside. Mm-hmm. Like you got obviously the whole like elf on the shelf thing. Like yeah, it's become a fake CCTV of Santa. Yeah, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, which is which is great. And like obviously, as kids get more tech savvy and more like aware of that sort of stuff, you got to go with the times. Otherwise, like these kids that are sat there on their iPads and that all day playing mm. like you know, Among Us and stuff. A plate with a carrot and a glass of whiskey. You're not on, falling anyone. No, exactly. You? Yeah. So, but that's yeah, that's me with the times. I mean, when we have kids, what that's what's going to you know what's that going to be? <laughs> I was saying Santa likes double vodka apple juice <laughs> and flapjack. Yeah, there's going to be literally a case where we're going to be like FaceTiming a fake Santa and that, aren't we? When we do, literally to that point, aren't you? Yeah. Like, you're going to be able to be some sort of AI where you could talk to it and tell it what you want for mm. Christmas and stuff. That, that's not far away, is it? My, so the 360 was my second favorite present. In third, in bronze medal is Guitar Hero. Oh, I, that was just classic. Tommy was awesome at Guitar Hero. Yeah, I'd completed it. I'd completed it on Expert by March, and we yeah. got it on Christmas Day because it t- it takes some like breaking in, but um, yeah, classic. And then number one was um, Dan Lease printed. We'd never been to a gig apart from Westlife at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it printed like a poster of um, Keen. Was, who was our favorite who were our favorite band at the time um and they'd like signed it as if keen had designed it and then put on it like you're coming to see us in concert do you remember mm-hmm. um and like the date and the the venue and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. i can remember that is definitely my favorite ever i can still yeah. feel it now That's i can still awesome. see it and like mum ringing me and asking what I'd got and I was crying like okay, it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah that's definitely yeah that's number really one yeah, yeah and then now you're just happy to get a pair of pants aren't you yeah so socks. weird now isn't it like literally if people ask you what you want for Christmas like don't I, care have I said that right pair of pants yeah would you have a pair of pants so why is a pair of pants <laughs> yeah, singular but a pair, pair of socks is two because I, I, get in the comments no because <laughs> pants is still two legs isn't it <laughs> yeah but it's one item mm. I'd say a pair of <laughs> pants is two. Not if you shit them and split them all. <laughs> yeah. But it is a pair of pants, isn't it? Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Tommy was really good at Guitar Hero. And something else that we used to do and play a lot was uh, Lego Star Wars. So imagine we got Lego Star Wars game on Christmas as well. Elite, um, yeah. And that was on the old original Xboxes. We had an Xbox Crystal, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we used to just sit. I remember like some of my best memories of childhood was, was to just sat on the floor playing lego star wars like pretty much all the way through to get, like we did the co-op version of all three lego star wars didn't we all the way through yeah and we used to listen to cooperative not the shop <laughs> co-op <laughs> yeah, yeah um and then we used to listen to like this is back in the day this is this ages it listen to cds didn't we like <laughs> Do you remember them cds <laughs> yeah and um remember the remember like the cds we had we had x and y by coldplay that was when we used to listen to that gorillas demon days yeah and uh, we had like the um m&m kurt and cord and we had that one as well yeah but, so when i write yeah <laughs> yeah when i write mitch burnt them for her <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we had coldplay uh, y and z didn't we had that one <laughs> 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 um uh, it's where, whenever I listen to any songs off that album, especially like you know the song White Shadows by Coldplay, mm-hmm. that song reminds me of Lego Star Wars <laughs> because that's what we used to listen to all the time. Mm. But yeah, we probably got one of them um, one year as well. So classics. Always get Links Africa, don't you? Oh yeah, always, Links yeah. Africa and a little ca- Dairy Milk selection box. If yeah. they're not in my pile that I take up to my room <laughs> at the Feeling. end, yeah. Christmas is. Uh, mm. What about Christmas. Michael Owen Subutio? Remember that? You know, mm-hmm. Sabuccio, so again, the older viewers will know what that is. Um, sort of like a tabletop football where you flick the men towards the ball or whatever. Michael Owen Sabuccio was the same, but more advanced to the point where you didn't have to flick them. You just tapped the... It's like magnetic. Yeah, you tapped the player's head and it like squoes down and then mm-hmm. kicked the ball. Um, well done, he's 13. <laughs> we played that loads, didn't we? But the yeah. only thing was, because you had to like... Because we were obviously massively competitive and you like have to hit the players... It hurt, didn't it? Can you remember yeah. it? Hurt? You just have like rings. <laughs> yeah, in your you just hands. had like the top of the player's head like indented into your uh, hand, didn't mm. you? Again? But yeah, that's again the classic game. So, OGs of the podcast will remember there was a, for a short time, there was a, a feature called Robbie's Rankings. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it again, aren't we? Yeah, bringing it back. I'm going to give Tommy five Christmas songs and then you want to rank them from. Mm-hmm. Sort of rank them off. Yeah. Um, okay, so first up. I saw Mummy Kissing Santa Claus, the Jackson 5 version. Okay. Um, Driving Home for Christmas, Chris Rear. 
Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah. Um, Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid 84. The 84 version. Mm. Okay. And Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Right, so we'll do these first, and then we'll discuss Christmas music more mm. broadly. Um, num- bottom of the pile for me is Chris Rear. I can't remember. I can't remember <laughs> what comedian said it. Is it Frankie Ball? No, it wasn't Frankie Ball. Was someone it? dark, Ricky Gervais, Frankie Ball, mm. someone said, "Imagine Chris Rea singing that because he's going home to beat his missus up." <laughs> <laughs> now, if you listen to it now, yeah. knowing that, and just ever since, it's, oh, it's really creepy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, because he just sounds so like smug about <laughs> he does, it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um. But I just think in general, Sucks I don't really... Sucks to go Yeah, I just don't like it at all. It's giving yeah. it like a creepy edge, but in general, not for me. I don't yeah. like it. Um, number four, um, I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, I want to talk uh, about this, right? Coming from Michael Jackson, he's probably seen much worse. <laughs> yeah, in the same. Yeah. I saw Daddy kissing me. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, the lyrics to that song. Have you have you read the lyrics to that song? No. I'll just quickly run you through them. <laughs> um, because uh, one song that didn't make it onto this list, but again, along the same theme is Santa Baby, right? Again, slightly too novelty for me, and a little bit too on the nose. You know, the, you know, like a songs, them sort of songs, which are like sexy. Mm-hmm. It's a bit too on the nose for me, that one. Do you mean, just the melody of it just sounds like... It sounds like that, doesn't it? So it's a bit too close for me. Yeah. But um, at least with that one, it's like she's she's single, I think. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the she's song. seducing him. Yeah. So she's sort of asking him, you know, Santa, come and empty your sack on me. Yeah. On about my person. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this one, I didn't know this till I read it, but this is like a happily married woman. <laughs> right. So she's having it off with yeah. Santa. Um. So the second second verse. Then I saw Mummy tickle Santa Claus. Make of that what you will. Underneath his beard so white. Mm, okay. Um, oh, what a laugh it would have been. Is that his beard or the beard, the white <laughs> beard he's given her? Exactly. It's open to interpretation. Isn't it, oh, time? what a laugh it would have been if Daddy had only seen. So... It, it, that gives that a whole new tone, doesn't yeah, it? We're, you, we're singing along and celebrating adultery. I think that... The concept of Santa coming into your house as a kid is weird anyway. <laughs> Don't you? Like, yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Like, mm. some old bloke coming in. As a kid, you li- I used to lie there just praying for Santa to come. And then there's that awkward bit where he puts his pants back on and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Third is um, Do They Know It's Christmas? Really good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm of the I'm of the minority that prefer the 2004 version. Really? Yeah. Dizzy Rascal in it. I just really like it. But then they did another one in did like they? the 2010s, and it's vi- it's horrible. Bono doesn't did. Bono doesn't even say well tonight. Thank God it's them instead well, of you. He says like it's they changed the lyric, and it's just vile. Um, but yeah, really good song, great sing along factor. Brilliant, isn't it? Just classic. It is yeah. Yeah. Um, and it has that novelty of like when you're listening to it, you're enjoying it, and also you're thinking, who's that? Just like a game, it's like a quiz. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At the same time, which I like. Um, number two is Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Christmas song connoisseur, I'll tell you now, there's a, a very minimal handful of. Um, 21st century ones that yes. are allowed in. Yeah, yeah. So 21st century Christmas bangers, Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree. It's just got the proper, like, it's catchy. Yeah. It's got the bang, bang, I mean, it's got all that going on. Yeah. There's a proper swing to it. Yeah. Um, Leona Lewis. Oh. I think it's called One More Sleep. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that's right. Yeah. Ariana Grande. I think it's called Santa Baby. Santa Baby. It's not, oh, it's not the, it, but it's not a cover of. I don't know. No, no, no. It's not that one. I think it's an original. Oh, okay. Um, the Darkness. Don't let the bells end is in my top three. Yeah, ever. yeah. People don't realise that he's literally shouting "bells end." Uh, it's like a penis reference. All yeah. of their songs are novelty, aren't uh, they? Phallic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, th- there's there's not many. 
good mm-hmm. ones, but that is very good. So that goes in at number two. Mm-hmm. And then number one, Last Christmas, Wham. Yeah. It's just Iconic, a it? sensational song. Just really good. Because mm-hmm. George Michael's a, a legend anyway. Sing it like vocally. It's mm-hmm. great. The song flows really nicely. Everyone knows the words. You can have a piss up at the staff party and all sing it with your arms around each other. Mm-hmm. It isn't like, like you say, overly on the nose and no, like it's not, Christmassy. It? No. It, I mean, he doesn't talk about Santa and stuff. It's just a love story that happened in December. Yeah, I like it. Really nice. So that goes in at number one. Nice. So let's talk about it generally then, because I'm probably going to go against my own thing here. And when I say my favourite one, I think the best one ever. Hang on, stop. I think you're going to be a basic bitch. What's the best Christmas song ever? Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like, on, just say it. The Mariah one. Oh, no, okay. Most people go, fairy tale. No, no, it's probably <laughs> disagree. I, I think... It is a classic. Undisputed I'm not number one. And there's a reason why the first week that all the Christmas songs came in the charts this week, that was number two in the charts and the rest of them were 20 onwards. Mm-hmm. It is just brilliant. It is, yeah. It is. Like, that's that's the Christmas song, in my opinion. Yeah. But then there's loads of other ones I like. Um, we throw the we throw the term goat around a lot. And for the older viewers who haven't got a clue what, and they just think we, we like um, the goat, yeah. <laughs> an animal, goat means greatest of all time. Mariah Carey, Has to be All surely. I Want For Christmas, is the goat of yeah. Christmas songs, isn't it? Yeah. What about In Dulce Jubilo? Shout out John, our Uncle John. Oh, yeah. So let me tell you this quick story because I can put the cliff in as well. Yeah. So basically, our Uncle John sent a voice note to our family group chat and said, it's been ruining me all day. What song is this? And then whistled a song that we didn't know. And our granddad Dave pulled it out of nowhere. It's called In Dulce Jubilo. And uh, you'll, you'll know it. Yeah, this is John dancing to his own whistled version. What do you think to like? So there was an era, wasn't there? So probably seventies to eighties. There's an mm-hmm. era where you could bring out, you know, like you got a reasonably big bands like Slade, for example, who actually were like had a couple of UK number one albums, like reasonably decent sized band in the early seventies, and then they're known for like "Merry Christmas, Everyone," whatever it's called, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they've played a blinder. That's how I see. Which it. one's theirs? Um, it's great. Um, so here it is. Yeah. Make that one. What's yeah. Wizard then? Um, and I wish it, it could be. Cre- that one, Black yeah. Mirror ruined that one for me. Yeah. Push, push out. Um, but yeah, so I think they've played a blinder. Absolute blinder. Yeah. Because they've had their own money, made their own money, done well in the 70s and 80s. And then you've got something that is literally like a pension pot for the whole, like, yeah. for you and your generations of your family. Like, I think that Slade probably, or the writing, people who got the writing credits for that song probably have like generational wealth off that song alone mm-hmm. which is awesome isn't it yeah but then that's what you're saying about can new people do that now like so i don't think so i, I think biggest, it's a biggest band thing. in the world right now coldplay would you yeah. say yeah could they they did a christmas song yeah but it wouldn't go to like that one to number one it was pretty naff wasn't it yeah they went to number one in the year it came out and then they brought it out every year for 30 years after like mm. destiny's child um version of on the first day of Christmas, which will yeah. go to me. Mm-hmm. It's got that, doesn't it feel yeah, yeah, like yeah, Christmas? Yeah. That yeah, one, that's, that's a banger. Yeah, um, yeah. my top three. Number three is Step Into Christmas, Elton John. Mm-hmm. What, a, as soon as you hear, yeah, it's like, oh my God, here it comes. Yeah. Um, number two, Don't Let The Bells End. Number one, Stop The Cavalry. Yeah, that's good. But notable mention, you got loads. This is what I'm saying, Christmas music's amazing. Mm. Uh, Mistletoe and Wine, oh, Cliff yeah. Richard. Paul McCartney mm. simply having a wonderful yeah. Christmas time, whatever it's called. That's really good. That one, like, like John Lennon, more is over. So this is Christmas. Oh, like it's yeah. actually a beautiful song if yeah. you if you listen to it. There's loads. So and I get it. For every, you know, for every um, banger, there's like ten awful ones. Yeah, like no- two novelty. Like proper crimbo, Bo Select. That's <laughs> literally my worst nightmare. Yeah. I hate Keith Lemon. I hate Bo Selector. I hate mm. everything in that category. Yeah. But so many Christmas classics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like I said, I don't, I, this one thing, one sort of elephant in the room hasn't been mentioned yet. Mickey Bubbles, right? So Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé, the, the Christmas album, and everyone raves about him. He's like Mr. Christmas, I suppose. And if Mariah is Mrs. Christmas, then he's Mr. Christmas, isn't he? Yeah. Me um, and Robbie don't agree on. No, because, and I think it's not, I'm not really being very fair on Mickey Bubbles, to be honest, because 
what it, the reason why I don't like it is when we worked at the Greyhound, which is a restaurant we used to work at, I worked there over Christmas and like, would you agree? It's like hell on earth, isn't it? Like working there over Christmas. It's Carvery <laughs> place. Like, it's, I still work in a restaurant, Rob. It's nothing to no, me. There, Tip of the iceberg. There specifically, wasn't it quite bad at Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah. And the only song they had, the only album they had, it was just the, it was the Mickey Bubbles album constantly on replay so if you mm. worked like a eight hour shift it was eight hours of consecutively like michael buble album all the way through mm-hmm. and now i can't listen to it at all um i love michael buble mm. i've been seeing him live with my top mum for a birthday mm. um and that album's amazing mm. it's just a smooth cat yeah he's great and his it's voice like, suits it he's absolutely brilliant don't get me wrong i'm not saying anything wrong with him but just i can't listen to that, that album basically yeah um, but yeah that's christmas music wrapped up i think mm. let's move on to films another controversial one quick thing on films got a surprise for you guess what i watched last night coco did you <laughs> yeah. finally what yeah. did you think i absolutely loved it yeah it was really yeah. good isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna tell you earlier but i thought i'll save that for the um, podcast. Yeah. um i cried everything like what did you cry at um, i cried at the end yeah but when obviously he's playing to her at the end um, I think the whole storyline's stunning and like it's on on Christmas Day on BBC One. So if you've never seen Coco, you've got no excuse now. Mm-hmm. But it, it, when you watch it again, even, you realise there's no boring bits to it. No, it's, it's just limp. constantly going. Yeah, the music's amazing. Um, I love the I loved, like the dog on it. Like I, I almost cried at the bit where he goes to like you know the different side or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, so I watched it, just watched it yesterday. Um, or watched it all in one go, just sat upstairs and watched it and uh, cried, loved it. Yeah, so uh, God tier. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just to go back on the... Um, so that's on the Disney... We did Disney Pixar tier list. Um, yeah. And, uh, I think we put it in the leap, but I said... Watch it. It will go think. into God tier. Yeah, yeah. so um, not Christmas film, but I did watch it. I strongly recommend it. And it's on this year, so give it a go. Mm. Also, I've, I've had three people get in touch with me that they've got crunch bars. Oh. <laughs> and they want to send them to <laughs> yeah. us. So <laughs> expect... Uh, a flurry of uh yeah cringe bars yeah <laughs> in terms of christmas films though i'm gonna go out there and put my goat on the table instantly absolute classic the grinch mm-hmm. <laughs> i absolutely adore the grinch yeah. yeah so we were we've been putting on our socials and stuff and we've mentioned a few times that we're going to do christmas tier list blah 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 We've gone against that because we've we've done them to death a little bit, haven't we? And we we kind of don't really want to be a tier list channel. Mm-hmm. We, we might do the odd one next year at some point, but um, I couldn't bear. I think I think um, Jackmate said a similar thing on Twitter. I couldn't bear to do a Christmas tier list because someone will say that like something's better than the Grinch. Yeah, which is not. And it and I, I've lost friends because of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think. Tom Kerry, I still love him to bits, but I've never forgiven him for thinking Elf's better than The Grinch, ever. And I'll never... That's sacrilege. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't ever look over that. Elf's... You might I've not never be, seen Elf. You might not be ready for this hard-hitting home truths, it. but... Elf is a mediocre comedy film. It's not, it's not... It's not funnier than other, like... You know, American comedy cheap no. laugh you know like meet the fuckers for example meet the fuckers makes elf look really dead it's just because it's christmas because it's, it's christmasy yeah it's crap it's, it's actually crap well the grinch is that like comes down to jim carrey being levels above will ferrell it's all about levels yeah jim carrey elite as the grinch it's it's got that christmasy feel because it's set in a fictional place but it doesn't feel tacky it just feels warm and lovely he's like hilarious as yeah. the Grinch it's like scare, a little bit scary to kids but hilarious to adults he's got adult humour in it that you like wouldn't understand Do you know what I mean like kids mm. don't understand it's just amazing plus one of the Such cutest characters film. ever in the history of film Baby the Grinch Baby the Grinch <laughs> Santa bye bye when he eats the oh, I love it. when he eats the cookie thing yeah. yeah but yeah great film what else are we going for yeah so Elf I'm binning sorry I really don't like it um, I introduced Louise to a Muppets Christmas Carol the other Unreal. day. That's good. Ricky Gervais said it best on that one, where he said that the greatest story ever written is is a Christmas Carol, and the only way that you can make that better is a Muppets version, because a Muppets version of anything is better, isn't it? Generally. Yeah, it's good. So he he says that's outright the best Christmas film ever, mm. um, and it has to be up there. Home Alone, classic. <sighs> Home Alone <laughs> one. Yeah, the original one. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say the whole franchise is great. 
like two and the three. second one's the New York one with the Trump in, right? Yeah. And then the third one, I think it's not even him. Is Do you know what? I don't think I've seen Oberlin too. Yeah, I don't know if I have, but the first one's brilliant. I really one's stunning, isn't it? Really good. Brilliant, yeah. Um, what about the Santa Claus? Yeah, so ah, uh, so me and Louise um, last week we watched the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus Two in the same week, mm-hmm. and the Santa Claus has not got a patch. Is that the right saying? Not a patch on. <laughs> That's it. Not a patch on. <laughs> that was nearly as good as a get on your goat. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, room one hundred and one. Um, yeah, it's not a patch on Santa Claus Two. Oh, really? Santa Claus 2 is better. superb, yeah. Much better production, better storyline, better hmm. characters. Um, the CGI is like a lot better. Santa Claus, I just found it quite boring, actually. I haven't seen it in years. I'll tell you what is a classic. Cool. And people are going to say stuff about this, but Love Actually. Yeah. I'm here for it. I've, I've never seen it properly. Like things like Love Actually and The Holiday and stuff. They're like, so like I said, Elf is basically, you know, it's, like you say, it's Meet the Fockers or the other guys, or it's all this, that film, Dodgeball, etc. those sort of films taken into a Christmas setting, isn't it? Mm. Love Actually and The Holiday and stuff is like your rom-coms put yeah. into a Christmas setting. And obviously Christmas is a time for like, you know, lovers. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be calling it, do you know what yeah. I mean? So Love Actually and The Holiday are like classics. Love Actually is great. I'm sorry, but it is, it just is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got like six different stories like intertwined together. Yeah, I need to see it. I've not seen it properly. It's got like Hugh Grant in it, Colin Firth, um, Martin Freeman, Snape. What's his name? Alan Rickman. Yeah. Um, loads of like loads of like English legends. legends. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very good. And that's like I don't really watch films. That's why it's taken me so long to watch Coco and stuff. Mm. But I have been thinking like over the Christmas period when I'm off work, there's a few things I would like to watch, and. The Grinch, I have to watch The Grinch. I haven't seen it in years, but it's just brilliant. And yeah, well, there's an animated one and it's on Netflix. And I watched the first 10, 15 minutes of it the other day. It's actually all right. But well, it's just not the You same, can't compare it? it now, but... But what will I wear? <laughs> <laughs> if I can't wear... What was it? If, if I, I can't, can't find, find anything nice to wear, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it, I'm not going. <laughs> I love when he's looking through his diary, he's the best. And he's like... Hate, hate. No, he's like, six o'clock. Dinner oh, with yeah. myself. I can't miss that again. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nine o'clock stare into the abyss <laughs> about the snowman <laughs> what about <laughs> films that aren't christmas films but are technically well no they're not diehard no diehard is a christmas film that's in the fish is it but what about something that like here's one for you then is frozen a christmas film no not to me yeah but it w- if i remember rightly they both come out in december and it's snow base. And it's it's but they don't Christmas in Arendelle, isn't it? Around the time. I think the first one is. Yeah. So is that a Christmas film? Next. To me, it doesn't feel like it. Does it you? No, it's not. An, I don't think it... I don't think it is like one that comes to mind. But I think it, it could be. Like it is a Christmas film, really. We could watch it around Christmas. Maybe that's maybe it's more about the tradition and stuff, isn't mm, it? Like, I think we just need to let it go. <laughs> Please leave a comment. We want your favourite Christmas song... And your favourite Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And we'll see what the general consensus is. Mm-hmm. I've got a little feature that I want to do. It's mm-hmm. not an official feature. I've not told Robbie about this. Um, one of the popular In Brother Words React videos was our um, Don't Laugh Challenge. Try Not to Laugh Challenge. I've got eight festive jokes. And I want you to stare into the camera with a straight face. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see if any. If you can last all eight jokes without without... Smiling, basically. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got an ear on my notes, so Robbie, if you look straight down the camera, and I've started off like tame. Yeah. And then just ramping it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all just silly Christmas cracker jokes. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? And you don't answer any of these, by the way. Okay. Even if you know them. They're, okay. Yeah. What's the difference between snowmen and snow women? Snowballs. What do you call an elf who's just won the lottery? Wealthy. Yeah. Okay, holding it together. Like <laughs> what do you get if you deep fry Santa Claus? Crisp Kringle. I don't get that. Chris Kringle is Santa Claus. The name, his name. Didn't know that. There you go. <laughs> <Okay, what? laughs> 
You're listening well, to me every day. Mm. Chris, his name's Nicholas, ain't Nicholas? Chris Kringle. Google it just quickly because we're here now. He's Chris Kringle. I thought he was on Love Island when he a couple we, of years we back. We need eat now. Chris Kringle with a K on the Kringle. Santa Claus, also known as Father Christmas, Saint Nicholas, Saint Nick, Chris Kringle, or simply San- Santa. Literally never heard that in my life. Well, we're educational podcast yeah. as well. Okay. Back to the jokes. Why was the snowman embarrassed when he was spotted rummaging through a bag of carrots? He was caught picking his nose. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Oh, did you hear about the man who stole an advent calendar, by the way? Got 25 days. <laughs> That's good, that is. I like that. (laughs) Compose. Yeah. Why does Santa have a large sack? Because he only comes once a year. (laughs) Yeah, good. (laughs) Penultimate. How does Santa practice safe sex? He always wraps his package before shoving it down a chimney. (laughs) Last one. Ready? Mm Hmm. I was at B&Q earlier buying a Christmas tree. The man behind the counter asked, Are you putting that up yourself? I said, No, I'm putting it in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's the best one. Yeah, that's good. Like it? Yeah, that's good, that was. And you learned about Chris Kringle as well. Yeah, I literally never heard that in my life. Mm. Um, we're going to just take a little bit of a reflection, aren't we, on the, the podcast? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like end of year. You're used to this. End of year reporting. Yeah, for, um, sadly. For for the podcast, um, because we never really just sit and reflect, do we? We're always like, "What's the next thing? Mm-hmm. What's the next thing?" So, I don't know where do you want to start? Really, what's like, what's what what kind of episodes stood out for you? And if you had to say ultimately what your favourite episode was, obviously everybody knows my love for like Cole Wielding, um, and like that podcast has done really well. Like, and it's no surprise because he's such a complete legend. Like, we're definitely going to get him back on as well at some point. Um, to see him after all those years and have the opportunity to like thank him and stuff for what he'd done for me when I was younger. Mm. Like when we, I think with the big thing with this podcast is like, like you just said, we just sort of, we're in the motions of going through, we're going through, we're just doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. And like, you know, you, you, you sometimes you forget to sort of take a step back and think, oh, like, what have we actually done? And we've literally been doing this for like six months, something like that. And the main thing that it's already like given me is the opportunity to like speak to people or do things that I wouldn't have had the chance to do had we not have started this. And we are literally just starting out. I mean, like we've only just started mm-hmm. and, and probably the number one on that list is having the opportunity to talk to Mr. Wilden and like thank him and stuff for what he did. And like, I'm so happy that this made that happen. Do you know what I mean? Um, but the, the Fraser one was like, another one of those situations obviously if you go back and watch it like i'm a big boxing fan and i think i sort of like led on that one with the questions and stuff Mm -hmm. and i think it's like really good podcast actually like i've watched it back a couple of times myself yeah and uh to have the opportunity to talk to somebody who's in the industry and he was so generous with his time like he came here for ages didn't he do you know what I mean and his girlfriend it was well over well. two uh, like two hours wasn't it yeah yeah it was like near near three hours and his girlfriend was sat behind the camera mm. for the whole time and she was lovely and yeah, like, we didn't feel rushed, did we? No, and like I, I would love to do more stuff with Fraser, like more videos or like more podcasts and stuff down the line. We've got um, some exciting things in the pipeline. With yeah, him, yeah, haven't we? and he's you know he's doing really well in his career and stuff. And obviously, hopefully, we get to the Olympics and stuff. We should we'll speak to him around that time, and that's going to be great. So there's been loads of good things, but like I say, mainly those those two that, that stick out for me. Mm. How about you? Obviously, BVM was massive for me because that's like meeting your hero. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I have two ways. I have, like, what I find the best to listen to and and the one I enjoyed the most doing. Do you know what I mean? So, like, the Nathan one, I really enjoyed it. I just mm-hmm. remember it was, like, a hot day. I felt really, like, excited slash lucky that Nathan t- took the time to yeah, come in. Um, and Nathan was lovely. He told us off camera that, like, he gets hundreds of these requests to do stuff. Um, but he went on our ch- channel and watched that, some of our videos mm-hmm. and said he loved like how professional it looked, and that was a massive compliment to oh, us, wasn't it? It was like yeah. a big boost. Um, my favourite one to listen to is your birthday one. So if you've not listened to Robbie's birthday podcast, I listened to it the other day. We probably didn't do enough to like um, specify like what it was 
and like what we talk about because we were earlier on in our YouTube journey then we didn't really maybe know about titles yeah as much the and importance stuff. of titles and thumbnails yeah. and stuff but like we talk about all those like silly would you rather questions it's like 15 at the end isn't yeah there? so like, anybody's familiar with it there's a YouTube thing called answer the internet and they basically ask like really stupid questions and like hypothetical questions and I basically collated a few of them and the first half you get to meet mine and Tommy's um, friends Daniel and Joey and we talk about our lads holiday to Magaluf um, and then in the second half, we answer all those hypothetical questions. And I actually watched it back again the other day. Uh, and it it's just good. so funny. Yeah, like one. that's just one that I do listen to occasionally, like if I'm in the car or whatever, because there's so many like laugh out loud moments in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BVM was great. Cole Wielden loved that. The hypnosis one. The hypnosis went down really well. And, yeah, yeah. and we ran a poll. We ran like a question thing on our um, Instagram. And loads of people said the hypnosis one. I feel like... Um, and proper, I'd say we've got like a a base of like a hundred fans. I would say, mm-hmm. obviously, there's more than that subscribers, but I'd say there's a hundred that like religiously watch us, mm-hmm. answer all of our stuff, like all of our stuff, and legends. like we know a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we know who you are. It doesn't go unnoticed, does mm-hmm. it? I think they'll agree with us that like that was quite a turning point on the channel in terms of like we'd never really edited much up to there. Technically, and that was, that the was first, very difficult. Yeah. That was the first time we'd ever like had us in the corner. And had us like, you know, flipping from one audio to another and us coming like it was actually quite technical. It took us a long time, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's to, what I really like about it. that one because like when we started out, we had a few ideas of like what we where we, what we wanted to do. Like so I think we said school days and careers should definitely be like first because that introduces people to, to us. And then we had obviously I instantly straight away said we need to get try and get Cole Wielding on, like and Mark as well mark bolton the first guest we ever had on that's mm-hmm. another brilliant one i listened to that the other day yeah um so they were like two guests that we'd like sort of lined up as well and then the hypnosis thing we knew from day one we wanted to do that because it's literally a brilliant like home video isn't it, of me getting hypnotized basically mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it go back and watch it it's me getting hypnotized in some shit club in mablethorpe yeah right so we knew that we wanted to do that video and do it well but technically very difficult to do isn't it like on the, on the editing and stuff so we probably had to wait a bit to to get good enough at the Premiere Pro to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And even now, like we're probably ten times better now at the editing than we were then. But if you go back, I'll go back and watch it, and I'm proud that we did it so well in that. If you like in the editing wise, yeah. Because I I would have been gutted if we had not done it justice. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the reason why that one is like of the ones that we've no guest outside of the first two, which are obviously they've been on longer. That's like really got like more views yeah. than the others, and, and Battle of the Brothers as well. So oh, a lot of people yeah, love yeah. that, and like we can't stress enough like how much work went into that. Oh, loads, yeah. if, let us know, like if you'd be interested in seeing some of the like behind the scenes stuff that we do in terms of like the processes and stuff. Because mm. me and Robbie both have full time jobs. Do you know what I mean, so like we have to. If we were doing just YouTube, we could bang those kind of videos out every few days. Do you know what I mean? But we do have to work it round, mm-hmm. don't we? What we do and. Robbie takes quite a leading role on the editing side of things, but I'll always come and help out if I can. Yeah. Like a joint thing, isn't like it? the chocolate tier list thing. I think I just came into a yeah. couple of days and just ploughed through it because they can be quite, I think people who watch YouTube, YouTube a lot, or maybe have a bit of knowledge of it will understand that like a podcast like this that we're doing now won't take long to edit because it's just yeah, it's know, long form and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the chocolate tier list is zoom here, zoom there, cut here, go back to the tier list, back yeah. to the front. Do you know what I mean, it's a lot more technical, but we were so happy with our Battle of the Brothers got yeah. uh, received because... We love that one. Because, like, it took so long, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. And obviously, I'd say over, it was the it episode was, after Nathan came on, so we knew that obviously wouldn't get as much views and stuff as that, but mm. it was our 10th episode, which at the time felt like loads, so we thought we'd do something special. And it took us ages to like record it and edit it and that. It was but, over a few days that recording, and then I'd say at least... 40 hours yeah, would you yeah, say yeah. editing yeah um for what is a half an hour video it's not even that it's like 22 minutes <laughs> but it's good yeah yeah um <laughs> so yeah happy happy with that i mean all like all the guests like any of them are watching this video like i just want to thank them like loads for coming on because like obviously we are just like nobody in, in the scene do you know what i mean at this mm. at this point um and like there's someone like baz like the, that one's still does really well on numbers and stuff like baz patterson um like we went to birmingham he said, like, if you come to Birmingham, I'll do it, like, for free and for, for as long as you need and stuff like that. You know, he's done, like, big major podcasts with, like, people like James English and stuff like that, where 
you know get a lot more like views and subscribers and stuff than we've got but f- so for him to do that i thought it was amazing really do you know yeah I mean? like, he doesn't do many either like and I th- he's, he's officially said as was his last one he's ever going to do mm-hmm. which is nice as well yeah just a quick update on baz by the way for those who watched it um, he actually had covid mm. um and he was quite ill i think he's in hospital and stuff um and he's, he's making recovery now but yeah he was um quite severely ill for a while but um it was touch and go but he's actually he's okay now um Follow him on Twitter as well, um, Zulu Baz. I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you for the for all the support on like so far. People like you know, it, it's not just about people like Jack Mate you've like shared us about on Twitter and um, Instagram etc. Um, or like Loz from True Geordie Podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, he's you know liked and shared our stuff. Robbie Knox, people like that. Obviously, that's great. Those kind of things, but it's you lot that constantly watch, constantly like the videos constantly you know ultimately like getting views is what kind of motivates you to do the next one doesn't it yeah, if, if, sure, a, yeah. if a video got 30 40 views we probably would jack it in which i mean that's just yeah. how it is isn't it like my, my main thing that i like and I, obviously i would ask you as well to do this is like the comments mm-hmm. uh, like we get excited don't we? we put a video or we get excited to like read and and reply to the comment section and yeah. um, which is the one good thing about the tier list stuff because like they get like disproportionately amount of more comments than everything else because it, it's so like controversial. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people slagging us off for not putting Karamak in the God tier or this sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, so like, if you do watch the videos, obviously we really appreciate it, but yeah, drop us a like and leave us a comment as well. Just your opinions on yeah, stuff. Yeah, because there'll be people out there that watch every episode and we haven't got a clue. Yeah. And they've never commented and stuff. Like, and just then, leave us a comment. And then we find out that they watch it. They say like, oh yeah, I watched that. And, and then you're like, what? Oh, yeah, really? exactly. Like, it's Which nice. amazing, it? yeah. And like, if we're open to ideas for anything like obviously this year has been difficult but post rona and stuff in next year we've got some plans to do like some travel vlogs you know we're going to travel around britain and and vlog that which would be good um obviously we've got a few like guests that we're going to get lined up as well um loads of different stuff really but we're also open to ideas so let us know because um we know there's a lot of guys out there and girls who watch this who like love youtube and you know we're part of the youtubers that they watch which is amazing but you might have like things that other youtubers do that you think would be really good if we did it and we might want to know about it do you know what I mean just like let us know and we'll give it a go mm-hmm. i think when we started it you know in the pand in a pandemic and we'd have said that by the end of the year you'll have 430 subscribers we'd have laughed wouldn't we and we'd have mm. said that's impossible yeah for sure yeah so we're massively massively appreciative of you know how well it's gone subscriber wise yeah 100%. um None of it means anything if no one watches it, does it? Do no. I mean? like, it could be the best thing in the world, but if no one watches it, it, well, it don't matter. So it's all down to the support we get, which is great. And, and like Rob said, that. like big plans for next year, um, COVID dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will continually like try and push out entertaining stuff regardless of whether we can have yeah, uh, sure, yeah. whether we can have guests or not. But yeah, stick around. Thank you for all your support. And uh, the more people you can attract, mm-hmm. the better. Uh, I'm not one to talk about food. Um... But, you know, the holy grail of Christmas is the Christmas dinner, isn't it? Mm-hmm. End of. Yeah. If you didn't have a Christmas dinner on Christmas Day, what is it? Yeah. Presents in it. But it's done by lunchtime. Yeah. Um. So let's just quickly discuss what are absolute staples on a Christmas dinner. Because I've heard some shocking stories mm. recently on Twitter and stuff. I'm not going to call this person out. Go on. <laughs> no, I can't. Name and shame. I'm not going to name and shame them, but her... Or his family don't have Yorkshire puddings on Christmas dinner. Sacrilege, isn't it? Mm. What do you What do you reckon? What's the What's the state absolute musts? The Elon musts. Well, the, the meat's a big thing, isn't it? Because like, ever I think, you know what's the most British thing ever? Everybody hating turkey and thinking it's dry, but still having it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone hates turkey. Don't it? It's just like chicken, but dry. But we'll have it because it's, it's dry traditional. Dry as a nun's proverbial, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but like. Might be some people out there who cook it well and it's nice, but mm. generally, generally, it's not a nice great, big it? juicy chicken is more enjoyable than the turkey. Yeah, definitely. but I'm going to say that, but then I'm also going to agree that point as well. It's once a year; it's traditional, isn't it? So I think, and with stuff in it's banging. Yeah, multiple meats. What do you think to that? <laughs> Stuck a turn. Isn't it? Um, no, I agree. I do like multiple meats. Yeah. Um, not, I'm I'm partial to a bit of gammon. Mm. Mm. Obviously, when we went to the carvery, so they'd have like turkey, gammon, 
beef and lamb, wouldn't they? Mm. Um, I'm all for it. Yeah. So More meat's the better. I think turkey, definitely. The expression. Turkey, definitely. And then additional meat, if if possible. And pigs. Pigs in blankets, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yorkies. I can't believe you just said that. But yeah, Yorkies, 100%. Maybe. Yeah. And tell me if you agree with this, guys. Regardless of the meat, beef gravy. Mm. D- don't bring me chicken gravy. What's chicken gravy shit in it? What is it? Dog. What is it? What is gravy, actually? That's a good question. I'm shit with like food or whatever. Like I'm, I can't cook. In that. It's a good question. What is it? Have you ever had dry <laughs> gravy mix? It's salty, but it's good. Oh, that's vile. It's not. Well, like out of the pot. Yeah, do you, do you want to try some now? Definitely not. Will you, will you eat it on the camera? Yeah. What? Just to prove that I've done it? Mm. I'll do it if you do it. You haven't done it, have you? I, I pinky promise. <laughs> um. Go on, just try one gravy. Go on. Then. Right. Here, look. Be still. Just. Oh, that it's. Smaller grains than I expected. We'll just take oh, a pinch. Here we go. Just take a pinch. This is vile, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's banging. Has anyone done this at home? It's just gravity. No, it's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> wrong, though. Shouldn't do that, really. Why? What is it? Answers on a postcard. Leave it in the comments. What's gravy? It's not potato, is it? Well, it says ingredients. Potato, starch, palm oil, salt, wheat, flour... And then all the flavourings. Whatever it is, it's God's work, isn't it? Mm, Obviously, it disintegrates, so it can't be potato, pure potatoes, the starch, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I say answers on a postcard. What is gravy? Next. (laughs) That's the name (laughs) of the video. Um, We've got, for your viewing pleasure, three festive foods that neither of us have tried. Legitimately... I'm a bit, I, I think I'm a bit like you, although we both like a, a good Christmas dinner and that, we're not into like fruity, spicy, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Like mince pies. Horrible. Funny you should say that. That's going to be the first one. And I'm shitting myself about it. You know what I, annoys me about mince pies? It is, says minced meat. Yeah, but you know what I like? Not, it's not. That's what I mean. That's what annoys me is I like pie, right? We're both northern. Like, we, like, we like pie. Mince pie, as in... I've got mince pies coming. At my arse. A mince pie, as in a pie with mince in it, like a shepherd's pie sort of thing, would be outstanding, wouldn't it? Yeah. But it's not that, is it? No. So I've been to Asda earlier. No expense spared on this podcast. And we're going to give it a go. But I'm really not looking forward to it. Are you? Nope. What do you want me to do? Just half it? Yeah. (laughs) Not that I'm going to eat the whole half, but... (laughs) No, you have two thirds of it. Oh, Jesus. It's not gravy then, is it? No, it's fruit. Smell it. I know I'm going to eat it. Oh, fuck yeah. That's good. You ready? Yeah. Who's enjoying that fucker? Christmas. <laughs> no, I not for you. That. No. Okay, we'll but is it raisins? I hate raisins. For what reason? <laughs> that was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Not a big yeah. fan of that. I don't think I've ever had one of them ever again. No, rating out of five? Zero. I was literally very nearly sick. I was a little sick in my mouth. Okay. Well, next up, let's see if this is any better. Another one neither of us have had. Christmas pudding. Okay. There we go. <laughs> what the fuck is that? So, I was in and um, I was thinking, I don't want to spend loads on a big bloody Christmas pudding. Found this. It's basically for single people. It says on the box for one Christmas pudding for one, and it was a pound. There's nothing wrong with single people. So we're gonna get wrong with him because he ain't got any girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna have a go, and we're probably gonna get people. Oh, see, look, it's got it's packed with raisins. I'm really worried now because I'm honestly like I'm I don't think it'll be as bad door. as that. I don't think it'll be as bad as that. 
Go on, just, just pat with flavour. It's brilliant. Let's fucking tuck in, folks. <laughs> <laughs> right, folks. <laughs> Right, I've got to take less than that, sorry. We have the Asda <laughs> Christmas Pudding. I'd love to know, what's, do you reckon BVM likes? I reckon he likes all this shit, do you? He'll eat anything, won't he? He'll eat this. Animal. Him and Junie, baby. You ready? Is it warm? Well, put it in the microwave. It's not as bad as a mince pie. But I don't get what anyone's getting out of it. So traditionally served with brandy sauce. Who's she? Sounds like a porn star as well, doesn't Yeah, 100%. I think I've seen it. We've well, just had a second nibble. So. Yeah, you know what it is? I've avoided the... <laughs> I think I've avoided the fruit. What, so you're just eating the sponge? Yeah, so... Horrible, to be honest. Three? One? No. Oh, three, fair enough. Go ahead, no, pop, two. Pop two. that out of camera shot. Two, I think. Police had me on the way out for um, possession of stolen goods. It's stolen bread. Is it bread? It's a cake, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Marzipan stolen with 12% luxury marzipan filling. Mm-hmm. Is it a bread or a cake? And a German cake, isn't it? I don't know. It looks um, rigid. It says it's a fruit a fruit bread. It's like a cake-style cake fruit bread of nuts, spices, and dried or candied fruit. This is going to sound horrible. And obviously it's called a Weinack stolen at Christmas time. Because uh, Weinacht is the German word for Christmas. It looks like our hell. Yeah. Oh no, what's that? What yellow bit? Some kind of fruit. I just smelt the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I went like this. <laughs> Dead's gone. You right, ready? let's go then, guys. Ready? Are you going to eat the whole thing? No, I'm a fuck. Are you going to? What are you going to do? Bite the whole cross section because you need yeah, to get like that. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Cool. That's surprisingly pleasant on the whole. You'd be shit on Armour Celeb, wouldn't you? I'm getting that. Imagine you with a lamb's bollock if you like this was stolen. Well, it won't go. <laughs> it won't go. <laughs> Where <do> you go? <laughs> um, yeah, not for us. Ah. Horrible. Again. <laughs> what would you give that? Christmas pudding. Uh, no, I quite like the stolen. It was all right. One. Nines. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, horrible. What's eggnog? <laughs> Who wants eggnog? No, that's on Casper. Another one, then, guys. What's gravy? We've had that. What's eggnog? What is it? I can still taste that mince pie. Has it got egg in it? Has it got nog in it? I don't know. <laughs> Google it. Let's have a guess. Both guess first. I think it's it's got egg whites in it. And it's a drink egg with whites. alcohol and egg whites. No. I don't reckon it's got egg in it at what all. What do you think it is then? I think eggs is in the name. Go then, I what think... do you think it is? No, no, maybe not. Am I thinking of a snowball? No, screwball. What's a screwball? Vodka orange. No, what's snowball? That's a Christmas thing, isn't it? Yeah. I'm thinking of that then, maybe. I was thinking it would be like a... Let me guess. I think it's like a cocktail. What, eggnog? Hmm. Is it not a cocktail? No, it's not. definitely not a cocktail. Eggnog, eggnog, or eggnog, all <laughs> spelled differently, historically also known as milk punch, is a rich, chilled, sweetened, dairy-based beverage. It's traditionally made with milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg whites, and egg yolks. That sounds really nice. Is it? Yeah. Um, oh, but then, it, yeah, and then it has one or more alcoholic spirits and spices, often vanilla or nutmeg. So it's going to have that. Christmassy, autumnal, like cloves, yeah. star anise kind of vibe to it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's not really up our street, so. No, grim. So to finish off then, let's look ahead to 2021. If COVID um, clears, let's say midway through next year, what are your personal aims? What do you want to do? Bit of like a New Year's resolution. Definitely like to do some sort of like prolonged travelling. 
Mm-hmm. Um, either multiple short trips or one extended trip somewhere. Probably be in the back half of next year now. Um, other than that, just try and get as much as I can out of like work at the moment and um, get the experience up and stuff. And then obviously grow this as much as we can, really. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely like to do some different style like videos and stuff. Like we want to do more more sort of like outside broadcasty stuff. Like we might need to get some new equipment for it. But like one th- idea we've had is like to basically go around the local area and like maybe interview some people in the local area and stuff would be quite nice. Um, or we want to do some like travel vlogs and stuff. So mm-hmm. obviously the 2021 is going to be the year that me and Louise get our first home and mortgage. Oh, yeah. So obviously that's quite a, a big thing to happen that we're both excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, channel what YouTube channel wise, I'd really like to get to a thousand subscribers by the end of next year. I mm-hmm. think that should be our target. Yeah, March to a thousand, yeah. and I'm quietly confident we can do it. Mm-hmm. Like comfortably, I think yeah. we'll be good. But that's the plan. We've got it on record now, so we can be added if we don't. Like yeah. It. And you can help us by hitting subscribe if you're not subscribed already. And just tell like one of your mates or something. Yeah. You know, if every subscriber we had just prodded their other half and went, oh, just jump on this and subscribe for these. Mm-hmm. We'd be nearly there. Yeah. Because I'll just say as well quickly, for those who don't understand like how it works, YouTube and stuff, a thousand subscribers. The reason why a thousand subscribers is a big thing for like young YouTube channels like us, because the way that the algorithm works and the way that the, the search engine works basically on youtube is that once you've got to a thousand subs you become like part of the youtube partner program and your channel is more likely to grow and end up in other people's like feeds and all that sort of stuff after the 1000 sub mark so the first a thousand subs are like the hardest ones to get really and that's why we need all the help of like the you guys the people that we actually know and stuff who've been amazing so far to like help us get to that point because then it grows like organically from there doesn't it mm-hmm. because you because you're getting more hits and you and you're appearing in more people's playlists and stuff you'll just naturally pick up subscribers exactly yeah just get into that a thousand but we won't forget all you ogs oh no of course not no. never um work wise see kind of see what happens like co- my, my industry has been hit the hardest oh yeah by covid did you see that thing i sent you earlier yeah the amount um, of redundancies and stuff it was actually something that gary neville tweeted out um obviously known for sort of being a football ex-footballer and a pundit and stuff but also owns multiple hotels and restaurants and things doesn't he Mm -hmm. and uh, it was basically comparing by industry the number of um like payroll employees the um change in payroll employees uh since february this year so basically this the number of redundancies essentially isn't it and um you can see that accommodation and food services is massive uh, you know almost three hundred thousand redundancies Mm. Um, if you compare that to like finance and insurance, I suppose would be where I would like fall in, and it's what minus ten thousand. So it's, you know it's thirty times bigger, impacted thirty times more. Do you mm. know what I mean? So it all depends what goes on there. Um, I do feel like I'm hitting a level where like I'd, uh, I feel like I want to like influence things a bit more. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm only twenty six, but. I feel like I'm kind of ready to make that step in some way, but I I'm not too sure, you know, what that's going to look like, mm. um, or even what kind of industry that would be in. But um, I don't think you should be held back by like age or anything. I think once you feel like ready, like I'm ready to start making bigger decisions that influence a bigger, yeah, a broad range of people, mm-hmm. then I think you just you should just go for it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my 2021 plan. Yeah, hello. I think definitely one thing that everybody can relate to is like one thing I'm holding out hope for and I'm looking forward to the most is things like being able to go on holiday and stuff or mm. um, like just before the original lockdown, um, me and our sister Lexi were supposed to be going to Prague on like a weekend away together. So I'm looking forward to being able to take her somewhere eventually at some point, do you know what I mean? Or, mm. or, or like us go away and go away with the lads or whatever and like, the Sausage and Cider Festival. Again, we've said it a million times. James Dean. If, it, if any of you from SWAD, or you know James Dean. He does all the events. He's just opened a new restaurant called Ice and Slice in SWAD. If you know him, give him a prod because we're trying to get hold of him. We'd mm-hmm. love to have him on the podcast to talk all things 
everything you know business covid mm-hmm. affects his journey yeah he's got a really interesting story we'll get him one day if we have to go and book a table for two and harass him and you know just I mean? start filming <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh yeah so i'd like to hope that maybe i mean it'd probably be touch and go really looking at the, at the rate that's going at the moment but you hope that that might be on next year yeah i think so um yeah, things like that, really. Um, going out and gigs and things like that, do you know what I mean? Like, hopefully all that comes back to normal. Um, and then, obviously, at the same time, being able to, like, see family members and stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. how mad is it that, like... Do you remember the last time you, like, hugged a family member? Like, you know, like, our grandparents and stuff, even to that point, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's sad, isn't it? That yeah. it's become, like, normal that you don't do that, where, you know, it's just we're all praying for the the time where everything's back to normal. Do you know what I mean? I'll just try and take the pos- like the the fact that how amazing it will feel when it happens. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, just yeah. to think, think how amazing it's going to be. Mm. Or, you know, like... Absinthe even- makes your heart go weaker, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, um, the first time... So I was thinking, if there's a work do, and, like, you know, you're, it's like an event, or the first time we go out and watch a boxing event or mm. to a football away day, it's actually going to be emotional. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. people will cry and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I get a bit emotional thinking about it, just like how that's going to. Mm. And I don't mean all drink related events, I mean just anything like that's back to normality. Yeah, well, it's going get... to be an overwhelming sense of like, Jesus, like mm. I've missed this. I got so a bit much. emotional watching one of the football games the other day. Like a team I don't even support, some Premier League. Because people game. were in the crowd. Because there was a crowd there, yeah. Uh, you could turn it to the non. Um, crowd noise version which is the actual stadium noise mm-hmm. and you put in the world still crowd noise do you know what I mean yeah and imagine us all just sat around christmas next year all as a big family together all in one room licking each other's face coughing at each other <laughs> great mm. we hope you enjoyed the christmas podcast guys thank you so much for listening um merry crimbo yeah we hope santa comes um we ho ho hoped you enjoyed it oh i like it yeah, yeah. um i hope you had a cracker <sighs> anymore it's all it's all good stuff isn't it, is it? Good stuff, yeah. um Please subscribe if you're new around here. Lots of good stuff to catch up on. Lots of good stuff to come. Um, drop the video a like yeah. as well. Um, we know it's going to be a strange Christmas. Um, but ultimately, the love that you all have as a family and with your friends, knowing that you've got those people there for you when things get better. Um, walls and stuff can't, you know, you're not bound by walls and stuff with that. And uh, that's all you have not to keep thinking about. Walls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to be sentimental there and it just goes to shit. Uh, I it? thought you were just talking about um, eggs and blankets again. <laughs> yeah, I know I usually talk about eggs and blankets, yeah. but um, yeah, thank you guys and yeah. thank you for supporting us so far on this journey. And uh, we hope you continue to support us and mm-hmm. um, join the ride. Yeah, look after yourselves. See you later. <laughs>